having arrived back on mainland Egadon from their journeys on the Kraley Isles, having forgotten the most part of their experiences there, the group decided instead to set out to find Quenberg, the old ally of Vamok, and in turn hopefully find the heart of the void, the key to defeating the gods who sought them. After one successful teleport, Val brought the group to Udaelo, but in their second attempt to find the mines where Quenberg and Vamok had begun their excavations oh so long ago, the group appeared somewhere unfamiliar as they fell into deep blankets of snow, buffeted by high-speed winds and painful flecks of ice. The wind is deafening. It's almost impossible to hear the person next to you. And as you all poke your heads up from this snow drift, you can see that you're very much not where you're supposed to be. I think immediately seeing this, knowing this is absolutely not at all where we should be, and that there is no way we are going to be able to communicate with each other, Val is just going to instantly attempt to teleport to the mine again. Because we're we going to die out here. I don't know, can anyone help me is the real question. No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's what I assume. Go for it. 55 to 100. <laughs> Got a four. Oh no. This is so bad. This is like mishap levels of bad. Like we're it about is. to get missing limbs. Everyone gets splinched as you take 21 force damage. Ouch. However, after you are violently pulled and ripped in this weird tangle of each other and space and time, there's a cacophonous boom as you all just face plant into the grass midday on these rolling hills. Are we where we're trying to be? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, that is a minor wound for Val, so. Your forearm is just like kind of, the skin has been sheared off. You'll take negative one to anything dexterity or strength related. Okay. I'm going to presume that's also a minor wound for Dominique. The, anyone who has a minor wound suffers the exact same thing. It's like parts of your skin have been flayed and you'll take negative one to strength and dexterity. Well, that was not exactly the plan, but at least we are here. <coughs> yes, Rylander says, standing up from his face on the ground. Oh, and everyone gets to make two wisdom saving throws. <laughs> awesome. Don't forget your plus five. Plus five, plus five. We land and just vomit everywhere. Dominique is just not okay. He is like passed out at this point. <laughs> All right, let's do the first round. Number to beat is 25. 13. Just barely missed at 22. Rolander did not pass. 17. Dominique got an 11. Brynir Vamok? Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> and Brynir? 24. Everyone is hit with this intense wave of nauseousness. Like, right as Rolander, you're speaking, you're just like, oh. And now everyone gets to roll a second wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Rolander got a nat 20, but 34 total. Vamok got 12. Mick got 26. 25. Brynir got a nat 20, and his is 25. <laughs> Dominique got a 16. If you ate anything in the previous, you know, time, you are rejecting that from your body, unless you're a landier. And if you haven't eaten or drank anything, you are violently dry heaving. We go through our vomit for clues as to where we could have been. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. This is Crayley pork. <laughs> Luna vomits twice as well. She's just not having a great time. 
no, no one's having a great time right now. Rolandier's the only one on his feet at this. Yeah, at this he moment. he kind of has his initial like gag reflex and maybe maybe a little dribble out and then. <laughs> <laughs> Why? At least it's not the mask, and it's just like. <laughs> no. <laughs> That fortunately does not happen, but yeah. So he he stands up, and as his uh, fellow travelers are losing their innards, and sits there for a little bit. <laughs> anyway, he he goes around to kind of help out who he can, if anyone's looking particularly um, close to death or whatever from their experience, and then taken in the surroundings. In taking in the surroundings, you are on a hill of golden green grass. You can see the very, very distant, like, central mountains of the fell, and then the border mountains much closer, much higher to your west side. You can hear this ringing of picks against stone in the distance, and just down the hillside westerly from you, you can see the makings of a small makeshift town and a mine. As either Val or Vamok can make themselves available to talk to, he's gonna (laughs) choose Val first if he's able to get himself to that point. He just kind of walks over to him. Are we where we need to be? As far as I know, yes. Please say yes. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter any bit. I can't take us any further even if it is not where we want to be. I I don't think that would be wise. Then now turning towards Vamok since presumably he has been here before. Merlander says, so how do we go about this? Is there a way that we should just approach enter the mine? Is that where Lady Quenberg will be or do we need to go to this village down there at the foot it will be wise to visit the village first we are hardly in a condition to take on lady quenberg and we are still in kinlands right yes and kind of just checking to make sure that does val's spell require like concentration or anything seeming no then yeah so rolander just kind of checks his arms and whatnot to make sure that the illusion is still present on him and then looks around at the others and sees that they're still kind of in poor state. Brynjir's probably, I don't know, he's probably popped up by now. And After he hurled the first time, he was he was actually feeling a lot better. <laughs> Mick, how's Mick handling it? Yeah, I think that Mick would be pretty much on the ground. He's not really saying much because he's pretty day nauseous, but eventually he gets to his feet and is able to basically just nod, nod his head in agreement. And Dominic? Dominic's like passed out on the ground from how much nausea he has. Seeing Dominic especially, Rolander will nod his head to what Vamak had said about visiting the village. I think we all need a minute. Perhaps there's a quiet place we can settle down for a bit. And he's going to try to either help Dominic up to his feet if he's able to, or he's just going to pick him up in like a fireman carry. This is going to be a pickup type situation. (laughs) Yeah, with Dominic over one shoulder... And faring probably the best out of everyone, Rolander is going to help guide the group along, getting closer to the village. He wants to get close enough to at least get like a sense of how many people are there, what types of people, if they're like armed guards, worker, workers from the mine, regular citizens, whoever, and then kind of just gauge the danger level from that. There's no way to get close enough to ascertain that level of information without also being seen. Are we going to be welcome in the town? I assume not. Val will, like, flick his eyes to the mark. We should be welcoming off in this town. Although a familiar face might help. 
And Vamak will go ahead and use Alter Self on himself to change his image back to what the Veilings would have known him to look like. So big Goliath, blue arm on one side, creepy looking eyes, that sort of thing. Would it benefit us to change our disguises as well? It does not matter. The inhabitants are Veilings. They are caught between human and kin. They do not have as much prejudice as either sides of their heritage. Right. Well, should we still rest for a bit and then go into town? If they're going to be friendly with us, I'd prefer perhaps a nice bed to rest in. The grass is rather prickly, actually. So. Well, then perhaps you should uh, lead the way, Vamak. Very well. And Vamak will go ahead and start walking forward towards the village. However the marching order is, Rolander is going to take up the rear carrying Dominique. Val will help Luna to her feet and then walk with her. Brynir will be up front with Vamak. As you approach this town, some who are working on the outskirts, upkeeping the state of the shacks that have been erected here, or tending to the meager farms that have also been planted here. Upon seeing Vamak, they begin whispering to themselves and pointing. And as your group comes to the center of this township, you can make out what they're saying, pointing to Vamak, and they're whispering amongst themselves, and they keep referring to him as Udo, Udo. And they're saying things like Udo Merdomduk. And you just hear them speaking Kinglish amongst themselves. What are they saying? I would understand them. <laughs> they're saying father has come home. Oh, that's so distressing. <laughs> got the glass of milk. <laughs> Finally, daddy. He came back from, the, from from getting the milk from the convenience store. You can tell, um, like from their construction of these sentences, context clues that this is this is not like biological father. This is like father, like in a position of respect, almost. Are the veilings that I'm assuming we've walked past? I know they're kind of whispering amongst themselves about father returning, but are they shrinking back? Are they like almost wanting to approach, or are they just kind of ambivalent? They are staying a good distance away, but. As your procession moves past, they kind of move in a throng to follow. As you reach the well, from the mine shaft proper, you see these kind of dustied, dirtied veilings. One in particular comes forward, pick over his shoulder, and he comes and he kneels before Vamak, and he says in Kinlish to you, Father of great respect, you have returned. We have worked tirelessly for you. Tell us. Do you bring respite to your children? Soon. Very soon. The work is almost finished. It is. Yes. Mother of Respect has, of course, shown us the way. Kept us diligent. And for some lucky few, she has given them respite. Does that mean killing them? (laughs) I think so, probably. This is Stockholm Syndrome, guys. These people are not okay. (laughs) (laughs) You will all have your rest soon. Where is Mother of Respect? She oversees the last stages of the unearthing. Then we shall visit her after my companions have received food and water. Should we alert her to your presence? Father of Respect. You may let her know that I have returned to make good on my promise. 
she will be overjoyed, I think. And I'm sure she will have joyous news to bring you as well. For in our unearthings, we have found the shadow thing. Then the work is in its final stages, and upon its completion, each of you shall be released from your service and have your respite. He gives a very, very deep bow. While they were talking, Rolandir was kind of working his way up to the well, and he had started drawing up the pail at the bottom to get some water for everyone. First and foremost, splashing some on Dominique to <laughs> just rouse him a little more and helping him out. He regains some sense. He's kind of got like a vertigo thing going on. He's not great, but he's conscious. He actually gestures to get the bucket from you, which he uses to rinse out his mouth. And he's just, he's got his eyes closed. He's like rubbing his temples. He'll occasionally blink and then he'll close his eyes again. But he's slowly gathering his mental fortitude as it seems like the nausea from the teleportation uh, is passing. Seeing Dominique feeling, you know, better enough that he's not going to topple over into the well and seeing the conversation kind of come to a close with the veiling bowing to Vamok. Rolanders talks to Vamok in Kinlish and he just says, where can we stay for the night? Or in kind of looking up at the sky for a couple hours at least. Vamok turns looking across the square where you see a building that is not exactly decadent, but it's nicer than all the surrounding buildings. And he says, That is where we will stay. They will bring us food and drink, and when we are ready, we can meet Quenberg. Turning to the veiling who had offered all this to Vamok and welcomed him back, Verlander just says, Thank you. We need it. He, Zekei. And Verlander is going to stand and he will begin walking to the lodging that Vamak had pointed out. Luna will follow. So will Val. Mick will follow. The next time Dominique opens his eyes, he realizes that everyone is kind of moving off to this lodging, and so he just musters up the, the fortitude to kind of heave himself off the ground and force himself up and kind of staggers behind them. Inside this place, it is a lot nicer than the rest of the shacks that have been built here. The furnishings are of middling quality. There aren't any holes in the wall, at least. And there's a good enough, you know, kind of living and dining space right as you walk in that you can inhabit. As soon as we're inside, Val is going to cast Rary's telepathic bond, just in case we need to have conversations that shouldn't be overheard. We can all, like, open channel telepathically communicate with each other. Luna just, like, plops herself down on this armchair or whatever's in there. She says, So, all of this... What is it, exactly? It is a town populated with workers who mine deep into the earth. Well, that much was obvious. And let me guess, looking for the heart of the void, hmm? They do not know it as such, but yes, that is their purpose. And how exactly did you know it was here of all places? There are many things which I know, which are not pertinent to explain at this time. What is important is that we are very close. In the shadow, I heard some mention of that in your conversation. What of that? You need not concern yourself with that. We have but one purpose in coming here. We should not lose sight of our goal after coming so close. A question about that. That veiling you were speaking with mentioned some respite 
What is to come of this place, these people, after we're finished with Quenberg? The mock looks at him, and he says, You need not concern yourself with their fate. And Vamak, you keep on reminding us to keep our eyes on the goal, on the prize, so to speak. Are you sure that that's what you're doing yourself? No ulterior motives? Oh, I think that's the only thing that he's doing. I'm just not sure if that prize is the same thing we want. You keep on saying we don't need to concern ourselves with these questions, Vamak, but... I can't help but feel that there is something else afoot. Something else that you are not sharing with us. And now turning back to the rest of the group, this is exactly why he can't stay with us after we have finished with Quemberg. It is not in our best interest. We may think we need the strength. We may think we need what he has to offer. But I assure you, it is not anything that is going to leave any of us alive. Would you rather he be left alone to his own machinations to do as he pleases without our eyes on him? That's obviously not an option. We speak of him as if he is not right there. Luna just gestures to Vamak. But here's the thing. And she just stares him dead straight in the eyes. We need you. Unfortunately, for us. But if we're not all working toward the same thing, and just that same thing, like Mick said, you for sure have some ulterior motive. Something just to the side, or just past what our true goal is, lies yours. And if that's the case, and we can't trust you, well, Val's right. Rolandier's right. You can't be left to your own devices. Which means, well, we would have to kill you. One of you speaks sense. If you are not prepared to kill me, I would say that you were too weak to begin to take on the gods. Or god, or whatever it is. At this point, it does not matter. So I can understand our conversation here. We have decided that we are going to kill the gods. However, it is of utmost importance that this power-hungry crazy man uh, guide us in our way to kill someone called Quinberg, uh, who is here. And if he we can't trust him we must kill him and all of you and he looks at everyone like he looks at luna he looks at val he's looking at mick because he thinks mix is pretty normal he looks at rainier who also he thinks is pretty normal it's like no one thinks this is a problem no one thinks this is a bad thing not to not to be this person but are you sure that we are, we have the correct goals are we correct if this is the, where we're willing to go dominic in killing quenberg we fulfill a task that we set out to do a long time ago. In fact, before I was even part of this group. And aside from that, she asked us to. So that part of the plan, yes, I think we're all aligned on. I, honestly, killing people, I have noticed that you are interested in. Unfortunately, now I'm in the middle of this godforsaken place and I have nowhere else to go as the only human for literally millions of miles. So what I have to do now is work with you. And I accept that as part of my fate because... Let's be real, I'm not walking my way out of the Kinlands alive. But for me to understand, we as a group are okay with saying, yes, crazy man who stabbed me through the chest. If you are with us and you must be or we will kill you, we can't trust you. So we cannot have you with us, but we can kill you. Or we would. How is this okay? How is no one... It's not. 
It's obviously not, Dominique. Then let's stop. Then we don't kill him. We know what he wants. He's not a complicated person. We know that he wants power. And we know... And Vermok, I don't love you, but I say this for it to hurt you if it does. We know that he will betray us all if he wants power. That is at least predictable. So we all know it. We don't need to kill anyone. We don't need to be threatening each other like death means nothing. I'm not sure about you. I am not ready to meet the gods after I die. So if we could just relax a little bit if this Quinberg has said that we must go with her and uh, assassinate her, then it is. But maybe we should understand the weight of what we are talking about. I think that Dominique brings up a very good perspective. We have sort of, I don't know, the rest of us are also ruined by the experiences we have gone through that we do not really have a firm grasp on reality, I don't think. But, I don't know. Vamak, in your case, I do think a little transparency would go a long way. This entire time you've been with us, you've always been out of step with the rest of the group. Always having some hidden goal that you want to work towards, and yes, it's been parallel to ours in many places, but we can't keep on going that way, Vamak. I know, I know I have seen you since your interactions with Tentiver. You want goodness, or at least what's right for Egadon. Now, whatever you've decided on, I can tell you've decided on something. Please, share it with us. The penalty of traveling with a group is that sometimes you have to collaborate. You have to determine things together. And so I'm sorry that you can't go this route alone because, as Luna pointed out, we're not going to let you. But we can join really together. Well, I would like to know myself. It does not mean that we all share all the same goals and aspirations. Do you not have other things that you would like to achieve? Brunier, while you may be right, the problem is is that the goals and aspirations of Vamak, yes, you, Vamak, I worry, are going to be at the detriment of this company. And I'm saying that we trust him. <laughs> Damn fool. I am no fool. To trust him at this state, you are. I trust him when he is sane. I too would rather call him compatriot than hold him hostage to our goals, but I agree with Mick here. I agree with Roland here. A lot of us are talking, but not the person who should be. Valdus eyes to Vermark. You truly wish to know what I think, what my goal is? I do. Very well. I shall tell you. You have all assumed that I am after power, but that is what I seek. And you are partly correct, but the power I seek is a means to an end, not the end itself. I know what power is, and I know what it does. You say that you cannot trust me, but the longer we pursue this path, the more I am convinced that none of us can be trusted. If I am to have my way, then we shall release this world from the grip of the ethereals, from the grip 
of intent, and none of us will make it out alive. Wait, so you're saying you don't want to kill the gods? You want to make them like us? As long as there are those in this world who have power, there will be those who tread upon the powerless. I have thought long and hard about what strength is. Kill the gods, strip them of their power. It makes no difference to me. But if any of you think that I seek to destroy the gods so that we may take their place, you are gravely mistaken. There will be no godborn. There will be no gods. All humans, kin, will be equal. The playing field will be leveled, and likely, we who have experienced such great power will pass away along with those gods. Is that truly possible? To rid the world of intent? I have been led to believe that it is. And this is your plan alone? It is the conclusion that I have come to. So long as intent infests this world, there can never truly be peace. Those with power will make those without suffer. Vamok, that's not what I asked. I asked, is this your plan alone? It is mine and heirs. <laughs>